Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Lawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. Say what? Welcome along to Life Logistics, to where we're going to uh, make your lives better over the course of about 30 minutes by... Uh, answering all your queries and um, dishing out advice on that. Uh, we've still got a big backlog of questions because a couple of weeks ago, didn't we, we asked uh, on the on the Patreon, ask us anything. And people fucking rose to the challenge, didn't they? And they did ask us anything. Big style. Um, so we've got some of them to go. I'm just looking at the ones we did last time. Um, here's a good one. It's from someone who hasn't got a name by the looks of it. Uh, and he says, or he, she says, what age is it permissible for my twin boys to start swearing in front of me? Obviously, a lot of effing and jeffing goes on when, with the, when they're with their mates, but I don't want to create a scenario where they drop the C-bomb in front of my 81-year-old mother. Mm. I've got this at the minute because my boy's 12, 13 mm. in December. And uh, obviously, he swears with his mates. I've seen him swearing on Instagram. I've seen him mm. putting little posts up with swear words in. He right. sometimes swears when he's with me. Well, if he thinks he can get away with it. Yeah. But should I allow this? I mean, I'm asking you now, Sam. Should I allow this to continue or should I be, you know, should I put the block on it? Yeah, kids got to swear. You can't you can't intervene in it. You just got to let it grow naturally. It's nature, isn't it, really, isn't it? It's nature. Like, <clears throat> my, my daughter um, doesn't swear it's really quite weird it's like but she's like she knows that she can i swear in front of her and she chastises mm. me for it and i know her mates swear because she tells me but she's like this makes it sound like a bit of a sort of a nerd but she's not but she just like she goes oh my mates are always swearing at each other it's pathetic and i watch me she goes ah oh, they call each other bitch this and bitch that and fuck <laughs> you and all of this stuff right <laughs> and i'm like yeah, is that annoying? She went, yeah, because they're just trying to show off or act tougher than they are. I think maybe because I've always sworn so much, she's just a bit fatigued and unimpressed by it. Because if it's something yeah. your dad does, it's yeah. like boring. Do you know what I mean? And like, and, I mean, pathetic. anything you do to her is it's exactly you know, really the, like the, that. And the so, wrong way to live. exactly. So she's just like swearing, can't be bothered with it. My son, yeah, he'll swear quite a lot, but not. I mean, he's only eight, so. He doesn't say fuck 
he says shit quite a lot. Does he? Yeah. Right. And he, uh, what's he call me? He calls me a dickhead. But like he gets that from me because I call him a dickhead. So now he calls yeah. it back. I mean, yeah. Um, but I just thought, yeah, I'm sort of all right with it, really. I mean, I don't know how I'd feel if one of them called me a cunt. Yeah, that's, you've got to draw the line, I'd, haven't you? I'd feel you've a bit a, gutted. A, I don't know, punch him. I remember the first time my mum called me a cunt and I was <clears> really shocked. And I, I wasn't easily shocked as a child. And I was like, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> when was this? How old were you? Oh, I wouldn't have been that old. Well, I, I wasn't like a little boy. I might have been like maybe 11 or something like that. Secondary school. Probably when I started right. secondary school, she thought, right, he's got to learn now. I'm going to start yeah. calling him a cunt. <laughs> no, but she... Best day of big school. She wouldn't. She's Off not the sort of person to dish that out willy nilly, but mm. she did snap, which I don't blame her because she was under a huge amount of pressure. Yeah. Right. And um, so sometimes she would just fucking lose it and go on a mad, like mad, really like mm. super mad sort of like fit of rage. And then amidst that, she would go, you fucking cunt. <laughs> And I remember the first time being like, fucking hell, that's a bit whoa. fucking strong, isn't it? Easy, and lady. Then, yeah, whoa, slow down, pussycat. Let's not <laughs> say things that we might regret. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's strong. But, you know, the old shit, piss, bollocks, fuck. Yeah. You know, you've just got to let it, you got to let it slide, I so think. So we'll say 10 plus, shall we? 10 plus is fine. <laughs> I think there's, I mean, we could put something online where we actually do a grid with different yeah. ages. That's actually ages a great idea. Ages words. and then yeah. words next to it. You so, should you know, put it online, but I think it needs to be a t shirt. Not to three. Not to three. Fart, poo, yeah. <laughs> butt. <laughs> but. <laughs> bum, not bum hole. No, that's uh, five plus. Yeah, three to five. Piss. Four, three to five. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'll piss myself, Dad. You know what I'm saying? That in fucking hell, do you? Piss the bed. Ah, wake up! I piss the bed again. (laughs) (laughs) The funniest ever child swear that I I've heard of is when my mate was on his way back from the seaside and the day had gone wrong and his little girl, who was about three, I think, three or four, had thrown a tantrum over something. And they'd all had a big family row and then they'd got on the train and they'd tried to make it up, but she was still fuming and not, like, sort of refusing to engage with her mum and dad. And he had said to her, oh, Nima, yeah, do, you want, do you want a peanut, right? <laughs> like she's a parrot or something. Do you want a peanut? Because he, he had some peanuts. <laughs> And she went, no. And she just ignored him. And he went, fucking hell, she's really grumpy. You know, like kids get sometimes toddlers. And then he said, the train was delayed and it was about half an hour had passed. And the announcer said, sorry, we're going to be stuck here for about 20 minutes because of some problems on the line. And everyone was just in this really bad mood. And he said his little girl, it was just, she was a very angelic, you know, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, cute-looking little girl. And he reckoned she just all of a sudden went... <sighs> Fuck it, I'll have a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> and that's become a bit 
like one of those um, PS I've got an ice cube in my mouth he was like Rince I don't see loads of him anymore but when lockdown first happened and it was on the day where I think Boris Johnson had come on the box and gone right that's it everyone's got to stay in no fucking about now and it like so quite there was quite a few messages flying around wasn't there amongst family and friends everyone's texting each other and what's happening Mm. fucking hell you've seen this and that so I just WhatsApped him. I hadn't spoken to him in months and just wrote, fuck it, I'll have a peanut. <laughs> he just wrote back, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's that. That's swearing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Full on swearing, 10 plus. We'll decree that. Um, oh, God, is someone asking for fucking broadband energy provider recommendations? Know. That, that, that's the question for Roger Taylor. That's yeah. we, could, we could give you our own personal experiences uh, about that um i'm sure andy's stuff's better than mine but well, roger mm. taylor's your man really we'll isn't he on the roger taylor i think yeah we'll try anyway. it's a minefield <laughs> <laughs> don't always be fooled by the cheapest deal there's a lot of hidden costs always read the small print because you can get locked in before you know it you're in a 36 month deal and the price goes up after 12 months bad times <laughs> Happened to me, and uh, you know things got pretty nasty. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded so much, but the broadband speeds were unsatisfactory. <laughs> I often have to retransfer large audio files to Brian May when we're working on a track together. I need really great fast fiber optic connections. The speeds because... are very inconsistent, especially in the evenings when lots of people around are using Netflix. <laughs> And Brian would be sat there at his home going, where's the drum track that you promised me, man? I'd be like, I sent it and we transfer an hour ago. It's still saying it's only 13% transferred. <laughs> One time I was up till 3.20am just trying to send some drum fills over to Brian. That almost split the group. <laughs> it was the biggest crisis we'd had since Freddie died and we didn't know what to do. <laughs> You're pretty close to the edge. So just go to show. Don't take these decisions lightly. I think we've just done what we were yeah. going to do on Friday then. Oh, well. <laughs> right. right. Um, there we fuck, go. Here's what Owen Edmund. Owen Edmonds, how long should I wear a pair of socks mm. if I'm not wearing shoes and not going out? <laughs> well, fucking one day. One day, mate. It doesn't make a fucking difference. <laughs> what? Are you trying to get out or something? I know what's happened here. His girlfriend has gone to him. Yeah. You can't fucking wear those socks more than one day in a row. And he's going, ah, oh, it's fine. I'm not going out. I'm just walking around the house. Out there. Yeah, your feet are still going to fucking sweat. It's still on your feet, you dickhead. One day, fucking that's hell. it. In fact, on a fucking hot day, right, if you're wearing a, a little pair of socks around the house or under your trainers, sometimes you might, when you have a, you might have an afternoon shower to cool off. Fresh socks. It's fresh socks, mate. Yeah, that's the rules, mate. You can get trainer yeah. socks, which I favour certainly during these months. You can go on fucking Amazon and get about a pack of about fucking, it's like Biscoff prices. It is. It's like for three quid. Yeah, yeah. You get like a hundred pairs of socks for yeah for three quid. It's amazing. Then you can I, I just, just do what Jay Z does and just throw each pair away in the bin after you've finished with them. I just get all mine from Sainsbury's, mate. And whenever there's twenty five percent off all the all the clothing in the two range, I stock up. 
fill your fucking boots. Quite literally, fill your boots. Yeah, <laughs> I stock up. I've got well, trainer socks for the summer, winter socks for the winter. Oh. And I stock up on all of them. One of the best things about winter is when you 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 like the not your nicest cozy socks that have just been yeah. sit, sat there in the drawer for months, yeah. feeling sorry for themselves. And that first day could be October. Mm. You're like, lads, you're off the bench. You're back. You're back in business. Lads, get, yourself, the draw. get, get yourselves you warmed did. up, lads. I'm bringing you on. <laughs> we thought you'd forgotten all about us. <laughs> We've been sat here for months. I wouldn't do that, lads. I fucking need you. I'm relying you on know. you. I'm relying on you at crucial moments, right? So you're never far from my thoughts, right? Oh, God. It's fucking important that you get a rest over the summer months, but now you're back out. Now don't fuck winter's, this up, lads. Winter, winter's coming, Sam, isn't it? Winter's coming. Can't wait. With this fucking COVID thing. Jesus Ooh. Christ. We're going to be How back on... going to be? We're going to be back on Code Red lockdown before long, aren't we? I reckon. We? I think it might be like, yeah. Yeah, we're bound to. I mean, if it was that Beware bad... everyone. If it was that bad in March, February, March, April, when it was still sort of end of mm-hmm. winter, beginning of spring. Anyway, people people you know keep sending us... Do you, know, do you know what I did last week with that in mind? What? I bought a couple of big bags of pasta. Oh, I yeah. Thought, I'm Get starting. in there now, lads. Now. Yeah. Get in there now, because you know what it was like when lockdowns first yeah. announced? We, You know, everywhere was sold out. I, I joined Costco. I became a Costco member. I went over to there and it was everything was fucking sold out. <laughs> it seems so long ago, doesn't it? It was yeah. metal. I went there to try and get a massive bag of rice and the best I could fucking find was a massive bag of frozen sesame prawn toasts. About five billion of them. And I don't even eat seafood, <laughs> so that was them. no good. I just turned around and went home again. Although it was yeah. the place where I saw that tea urn for sale, which I've still yeah. which is still hankering somewhere in the back still of my mind. For that tea urn. I do, yeah. <laughs> Yearn for an urn. If you yearn for an urn, get in touch, contact at tftimemachine.com and just tell us about your yearnings. And if and what I'm particularly interested in is have you ever acted upon those yearnings and actually bought the urn you yearned for? Please don't tell us about any other kind of urn, uh, yearns. No, unless, unless you're that Italian yearn. bloke talking about the ashes in an urn. Yeah, unless the story it's that I know for... is the funniest story we've ever been sent, but I can't remember at all. No, it's, it's way back. Uh, unless you're yearning for someone who's called Ern, sure for Ernie. Do you Ernie ever Wise, yearn perhaps. for Ernie Wise? Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Um, My favourite the... Morecambe and Wise is always, and it's not like an obscure one, but I don't care. I'm not going to try and be hipster. Mm. It's when they're both in their room together and Eric opens the curtains and you hear an ambulance going by and he says he'll never sell any ice creams going at that speed now I fucking I've liked that since I was a kid and I kept that in my back pocket and one time I fucking pulled it out uh, and made it masquerade as my own when I was in a car when I was still I was fairly young and I was first going out with my good wife and I was with her dad and her older brother and I was trying to get in with them and impress them and make them understand that I was a good man. Yeah. And um, we were driving on the car, fucking ambulance went by and I thought, <gasps> I'm going to pull it out. 
Yeah, see what they comes. make of it. They probably know it. So I said they'll never sell any ice cream. Just going at that speed, fucking pissed themselves laughing. They'd never, they... they'd never seen it on more mice, and probably still to this day they think that was my joke. I don't. I give thought a you were going to say it fell flat there for a minute. I was fearing the worst. Nah, Dive they're Hungarians. The they're Hungarians, so it could have fallen flat because yeah. you know, as I've as I've outlined before, peculiar people. What is ice cream? <laughs> The fu- oh, you're funny man. You're man of humour. In Hungary, <laughs> most famous, much loved uh, humour person is actually a crow. It is a very funny crow. It has its own television show and radio show too, and podcast, crowcast. When, it's very funny. In Hungary, when humans attempt humour, we behead them. <laughs> it is not fitting for a human to have humour come from his head, we'll, so the head must we'll be pull removed. Over now. <laughs> Go to woods. Uh. Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. Uh, what else have we got? Do you have a favourite uh, scone? Sourdough bread. Oh, I don't think Andy goes in for that. Or any other fr- carbs. Favourite that- scone? Scone. I like a, a fruit, fruit scone. scone. Yeah. yeah if someone says that. to you, when you're in a tea room, right, which weirdly last week I wasn't, I usually fucking get at least one cream tea in the other way, but it was so hot every day, I didn't feel like it. And someone says, would you like um, a plain scone or a fruit scone? What sort of mad cunt is going to say plain? Someone has got a fruit allergy. That's the only thing I think of. Oh, a oh yeah, scone. I want it. I want it without the fucking raisins in, because I don't like pleasure. Yeah, and <laughs> cheese scones as well. My I've mum never taken the cheese scones. She makes cheese scones like a maniac. Right, it's one of those things. She loves baking. It's one of those things that in the past, because I've gone oh. I mean, in, by in the past, I mean, 20 years ago, gone, oh, your cheese scones are amazing. I love them. Mm. Like, literally, this house sometimes is overrun with cheese scones. Yeah. Because if I see it, there is always a massive box of cheese scones, right? Cheese scones, mm. che- oh, I've made some cheese scones. And I don't, to be honest, I don't really eat them. The kids might have a couple. Loads of them get thrown mm. out. I've got about 50 frozen ones in the freezer, right? Because <laughs> I felt too guilty about chucking them. Right then, my mother-in-law. This is classic sitcom stuff. My mother-in-law finds out that my mum is always making cheese scones, and one of the kids, one of the grandkids, has said in front of my mother-in-law, "Oh, Bren, that's my mum. Bren makes really nice cheese scones, right?" Mm. And so the mother-in-law's gonna giving it. Oh, fucking does she? Well, we'll see about that. 
So she started making cheese scones. And then, because she thinks she's fancier than my mum, she's gone, I've made gougere. And I go, what the fuck is gougere? And that's basically a French cheese scone, right? Which what? is just such a power play by my mother-in-law. Do you know what I mean? How's it oh. French? What's the difference? I don't fucking know. It's just, just that's t- just French for cheese scone. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Gouge meaning cheese <laughs> and gère meaning scone. Mean scone. Mm. I made these, but I made them in French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Made it with bread, didn't I? Uh, uh, I suppose so. Oh, I, I don't know how to spell it. I'm trying to Google exactly what it is, but I spelt it and it's come up in Urban Dictionary as gouger. Mm. Right. Which apparently is a criminal or person with no respect yeah. to law and order. So that's no good. Uh, nah, it don't matter. But anyway, there's cheese scone wars going on in my family. It's time to light the barbecue, says Richard Lockett. You check the neighbours and they have washing up. You also know they've gone out for a few hours. Do you light it or wait? Oh, that's a good question. Um... Do you ever knock? He's got supplementary but related ones. That do you ever knock next door for a barbecue, or is that old fashioned? I have no, never, never knocked. Knock. Next I would door. knock for a garden fire. If I was going to do a yeah. garden fire, I would knock. Yeah, but not for a barbecue. Well, I've got one really nasty neighbour, the one who cut the head off my son's sunflower just yeah. for kicks. The one who's always yeah. playing Thin Lizzy really loudly. Not that I've got a problem with Thin Lizzy, but fucking hell. But I do a bit. Now. <laughs> But, like, you know, um, she would just say no to whatever I said. I could say, uh, hi, I'm just going to, um, you know, the crystal maze. I've basically invented something similar, a machine that blows 50 pound notes around. And I'm about (laughs) to test it out in the garden. And I just wanted to say that if any creep over into your garden, they're your property to keep. You're welcome to offer However, it will make a little bit of noise because the £50 note-blowing machine that I've invented has got quite a loud motor. She'd go, no, and if you do it, I'm calling the council and the police. Fuck off. <laughs> but my neighbour on the other side's good as gold. I could say to her, like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to burn some fucking tyres in the backyard to amuse the kids. That <laughs> right the night. She'd just go, yeah, what are you asking me for? Of course it is. <laughs> Um, what else have we got? There's one here. Um, oh no, I've not, I've lost it. Yeah, Shelley Johnson says, "What do you think are the best films to watch on a lazy Sunday afternoon?" Mm, quirky old question. Films, old films, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, if you've yeah. got like Netflix or if you've got if you've got Sky now, all the films are there to download, aren't they? You just watch them on demand. Watch whatever you fucking want. Just watch want. an old film. Watch a film that you've seen before that you know you love. I tell you Don't a really try good experiment film. on a Sunday afternoon. No, no, because it might disappoint you. Like, um, a really good long film to watch that I think is really good is, uh, I was thinking about it the other day, is The Day of the Jackal with Edward Fox. Right. Fun, have you ever seen not that? that we, not that we condone watching long films. That's true. But if you've, got, if you've got like a uh, whole afternoon to kill, that's good. Um, also, lots of old Michael Caine films, such as The Ipcrest File or Get Carter, yeah. or even yeah. Alfie. And yeah. also... But not the it, Italian job. Nah. Fuck the Italian job. Any version, any version of Mutiny on the Bounty is great, <laughs> right? So I saw the Mel Gibson one when I was a teenager, 
and Anthony Hopkins, <clears throat> and I fucking loved it, right? It's brilliant. <clears throat> it is absolutely brilliant. Anthony Hopkins in particular is amazing in it, right? Then there's two other versions. One's got... One's got Marlon Brando in it, right? And that's from maybe the 50s. And then there's one from, like, the 30s. And that has got the come out of Gone With The Wind in it. What's his name? Oh, uh, Red Butler? Yeah. But isn't that Probably. name the character? Is it? I don't know. Anyway, there's three... <laughs> There's three, there's three versions. There's like one from 30s, one from 50s, and one from 80s. <clears throat> All three of them are fucking sensational. And uh, I would recommend any of those. They're great, like, afternoon, wasting right. afternoon movies. I was going to say another thing I would add. You know, the, the channel Talking Pictures? Which oh, was yeah. all the old films. Yeah. That's a great channel. That's always you got something good on. could just put that on and see what's on. And it'll either be a really great old film or it might be a one that's so fucking bad that it's entertaining. You have a laugh. I think the best film ever, and I always change I mean, probably Trading Places is my favourite film, but I think maybe the only thing that runs it close is Rita Sue and Bob 2. Yeah. I think that is very fucking close to being the best film ever. Certainly the best British film ever. Is it a Sunday afternoon film? mm, I don't know. You've got to choose who you watch it with very carefully because some people get upset or offended yeah. or freak out. But yeah. it's fucking hard to beat, isn't it? It is. Getting back to Talking Pictures, someone tweeted us the other day and they said that the Likely Lads film's going to be on Talking Pictures very soon. Yeah, they tweeted us about it. I'm not sure when that is. I'll have a quick look and see if I can find it now. But um, I mean, I only watched well that for the watching. first time, I think, last year on your recommendation, last year or the year before. And uh, do, yeah, it went. We could, st- like, could do like a tweet along or something when that's on, couldn't we? Oh, yeah. Where is it? <clears throat> Where are you? There it, it is. Saturday, it's a beautiful film. <clears throat> this Saturday, 22nd of August. There you go. The Likely Lads. Also, one of my favourite movie posters ever. In fact, I might buy that poster. Yeah. It's, it's in the tweet, isn't it, that the fella sent? Yeah. It's sort of <clears throat> funny because it looks like a carry on film poster, but when you watch the film. It's not yeah. really... I mean, it is funny, but it's actually quite... It's like like a lot of the likely lads. I mean, I haven't seen as much as you have, but it's like moving and it's yeah. full of pathos, right? And it's, you know, these are like moving emotional like studies that also are funny. Like, life is funny, but the poster just makes it look like it's carry on up north. Like it's a romp. Carry yeah. on northerners. <laughs> <laughs> And there's that bit where um, Bob and Terry have had a fallout and uh, Terry's gone fishing and Bob goes along to try and make up with oh, him. Oh, yeah. Bob says, uh, t- sorry, Terry says, uh, I'll give you a can, but I've only brought six. Yes. Yeah. You nominated <laughs> that as your favourite ever bit in a film when we did Talk Sport once. It is. And someone actually tweeted us that clip recently. Really? Yeah, I think off the back of it being recommended. Oh, anyway, nice one. that was a good question. We enjoyed answering it. <laughs> But talking pictures, that that thing about just putting talking pictures on and you'll see a film and it'll be great. I saw a film the other week on there called Jazz Boat. Oh, that sounds brilliant. Have you seen it? No, but it's a great name for a film. It's Anthony Newley, who is fantastic. Yeah. And he's a a burglar and he's been been getting involved in a jewellery heist and uh, he tries to uh, escape from these bad guys and he ends up jumping on this boat and it's a jazz boat. 
it's some kind of fucking uh, boat trip that, with a jazz club in it and it goes <laughs> off round and he's trying to escape from these bad guys while there's loads of great jazz going on at the same time. You know, we were talking about getting into jazz. Yeah. Weren't we? Yeah. This is good jazz on the jazz board. Yeah, yeah. I'm really into jazz these days. I mean, I don't know fuck all about it. And but... he's, uh, he's, his sidekick is Bernie Winters. Nah, so, really? Yeah, oh, this, 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 it's a great film. Watch out, for it. Watch out I'm for getting, it. It's on top of pictures every few weeks. Jazz Boat. From Jazz Boat. Yeah, I think that is literally the theme tune, yeah. <laughs> what else have we got? How big a telly is too big a telly, says Linus Firth. Thinking of getting a 50-inch. Mm. Oh, 50 inches, fine, mate. That's what 50 I've got. 50 inches, fine. 60 where it starts to get a bit dodgy, but it depends on the size of your room, doesn't it? It depends on the size of the room. Yeah. I mean, if I had a big enough room, the sky's the limit for me. Yeah, exactly. But that's living out loud. I don't mean, 50 inches is about the maximum that I think is appropriate for my room. For a standard living room. I mean, people have got fucking cinema rooms. Yeah. If the room's big enough, just don't don't stop, Linus. Do the maximum you feel you can afford. And that uh, will not Im- impinge upon the rest of your living s- space. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Stuart Atkins says, as a man child, what is the latest time I should be getting out of bed? Oh. oh well, well, mate, I mean. Is weekends, is this is this daily? Are you out of work? On a weekday. What's going on? I mean, I'm guessing you don't have a job that requires you to get up every day. At a certain time, because like if you if you did, then you wouldn't have to ask us. And you're saying you're a man child. I don't know how old you are, but I'm. I think it's quite good to get up pretty early. I mean, yeah. I don't mean like you have to get up at six every day, but put it this way: I'm usually before lockdown, I'd be up most days at like quarter past half past six, right? But after years of getting up with kids, you sort of never really, I don't think, recapture the ability to lie in late. Um, plus, you've got to get up, get kids ready for school, all that stuff, right? In lockdown, I haven't had an alarm, so it's been great. There's been no pressure to wake up, but I still tend to wake up. If I wake up and look at the clock and it's eight, I think, fuck me, yes, I've had a good lie in. Eight? Well, I would have said nine. But, uh, you know, I'd like to be able to sleep later, but I just think that I've kind of trained myself out of it. But I don't regret it, and as you know, I go to bed fucking early too. You do. I mean, sometimes, I, as I've said, I enjoy sitting up till about two in the morning watching all episodes of Minder while drinking Continental Strength Lager. Yeah, so for me, nice. I'll get out of bed 10 morning after that. Yeah. That's a treat. If well, Is it a treat? I don't know. I've been waking up a lot in the night and it's really annoying. It's become almost like the norm for me now to wake up oh, around shit. like four, three or four for a piss. Yeah. And then my mind wakes up too quickly. Bang! Think, 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 think. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Yeah. And the only way I can shut that down is to read, right? So then if I've got a good book on the go, I'll get the the iPad out, start reading. Mm. But it'll take a good hour for my eyes to start drooping. So I'm, really? I've got into this habit of having an hour up in the night. Like when I was in the caravan, I didn't find my nap month caravan mattresses as... um as comfortable as my home mattress, obviously. So I was waking up and it was fucking hot and caravans are super hot, right? This is when I was in the Isle of Wight last week, listeners. And uh, I was just reading. Luckily, I was reading some awesome fucking books about murder mysteries set in the outback of Australia. Fucking amazing. 
Um, so it was quite nice being awake in the dead of night reading about that shit in a caravan. Is that a regular thing now? What? Middle of the night, piss reading for an hour, but sleep. Yeah, pretty regular. It's not every night, but over the last two weeks, I would say it's at least 50% of my nights have been that. You're going to have to get one of them masks that looks like they've got an elephant's trunk. What? What's that do? Sleep machines. Sleep machines? <laughs> yeah, I've seen them. The doctors dish them out. People can't sleep. Well, I went to the doctor at the beginning of the year and I said, Doc, I'm <laughs> fucking kipping all the time in the day. I can't stop napping. It's got out of control. I did. I said, I'm just knackered all the time. Do you know what she did? She referred me to a sleep clinic. Yeah, right. that's that's where you get and, the masks with the And they said that the I had to stay the night and they would observe yeah. me. Yeah. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing Fucking that. Fucking perverts, fuck off. Fuck off, as if. How do I know you're not wanking while I'm asleep? Yeah, everyone knows I sleep naked. <laughs> it's probably in my ne- medical notes because they'll have made a note of that years ago. Sleeps naked. <laughs> right, they've got a cold for it though, haven't they, doctors? Sleeps naked, try, try to lure him into a sleep clinic at some point in the future. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll easily get to see his knob. That's what you're all after, aren't you? You dirty buggers. Listen, Fucking knob clinic more like. If you want to see me knob, if you want to see me knob, I've got nothing to add. I'll get it out now. No, no, Mr. Lady, it's fine. I don't want to see your knob, as you put it. I just simply think that I can help you get sleep better. Yeah, I fucking bet you do. I regret ever coming down here. <laughs> you sick fucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, how did we get to that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, just get it. Don't don't lie in too late because if you lie in too late, that's your day fucked. Then you'll not sleep. Yeah, it is. Don't don't be a baby. Don't be a baby, mate. If you're this sort of like saying you're a man child, if you're like in your twenties and you're like thinking that it's all right to fucking get out of bed at midday, do you got to get a grip on that? That's not good. If if you're in your twenties and you're emailing the podcast asking what what time you should get out of bed, then well, hang on a minute, mate. You're you're lambasting. I think the the, a large chunk of our demographic there. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's fine, guys. Keep asking us questions about the fucking basics of how to survive in life. Uh, yeah, send us more in. We'll be back with more next week. That's it for this one. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks very much. Uh, and don't FM. forget, you can ask Pele and Roger Taylor questions as well for yeah. later in the week, I think. We, we will get rid of that, honest. <laughs> See ya. TTFN, dickheads. Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,